Hey guys, you're listening to Drunken Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And this week we are going to be starting off with Stephanie's Music Corner. Yes. Yes, we are. So, let's talk my five favorite albums from the month of August. Yes. Which I had to look up what last month was because somehow I already forgot. Let's hear them. Alright, so my first one came out on... August 2nd. Um, it is by the band Holy Holy, and the album is called My Own Pool of Light. So this album is a really interesting, like, indie electronic album, which has not been as prevalent this year as it has been in previous years. Like, this style, and uh, it's been really fun to listen to. I also feel like in your um, music corners, you've been... Like, a lot of the better albums that you've been pointing out have been kind of, like, garagey. Yeah. This year um, has been more heavy on the garage rock. Last year was heavy on the dream pop. Mm-hmm. And then this album was really cool to hear, like, a traditional electronic indie album. Got which it. is not traditional whatsoever, but... Could you see Kid Cudi drunk dancing to it? No. Okay. That's, no, well, that's how I hold my level of... That's your level of traditional? That's my level of traditional indie dance pop. Anyways, um, I'm listening to a song on this album, like, regularly called Teach Me About Dying, and it's just, like, this really cool layered vocal electronic indie song. Okay. Very fun. Um, sad name. Very fun <laughs> song. <laughs> I actually really enjoy songs that are, like, very upbeat, but, but also they're, have, like, like, sad yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Um, something about that was fun. Yeah. So, my next one came out August 9th. It is by a band you and I have both seen live. It's The Regrets. Okay. So we saw them over for the vaccines last year. Mm-hmm. They were good. Uh, the lead singer is 19, mm-hmm. I think, now. Yeah. She's um, young. Yeah. So this is their first full-length album. And it's called How Do You Love? Mm-hmm. And the songs are very much about being in a relationship as, like, a late, being in your late teens. Okay. But they're all still very, like, upbeat, poppy yeah. rock songs. Um, they're really fun. There are a lot of just, it's fun listening to it because it reminds me of, like, the feelings I went through going through relationships when I was, like, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Like, same kind of vibe. It's not, like, super currently relatable. No. But it's, like, nostalgic almost. Yeah. But the songs are all really good. My favorite song on this album is a song called I Dare You, which is just about, like, building that, like, young relationship and, like, mm-hmm. the feelings you feel at that time. So it was really fun to listen to. Um, I love the amount of energy that they bring with them being so young. They just are so, like, full of life and energetic. And, like, even seeing them live, like, yeah. that translates to the album. Yes, yeah. So that was a cool one. Life hasn't beaten them down yet. Not yet. <laughs> just give it another couple of years, man. Uh, my next one also came out the same day, so August 9th. It is by the band Rob Rob Riot, okay. who I love. Mm-hmm. Um, their new album is called Super Bloom. And it's just more of what I want from them. They're more of like the dance electronic mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. Uh, but this album was just like a more full sound compared to some of their previous stuff. But okay. it's still really fun to listen to. And my favorite song on this album is absolutely the song, Dangerous. Okay. Which I listen to all the time. Okay. It's a great one. It's just so fun to listen to. And I'm so excited for them to play Chicago later this year. My next one came out August 16th. And this is going to go down as one of my favorite albums of the year, I think. Um, it is Friendly Fires and their album, Inflorescent. So, these guys haven't made an album in a couple of years, and they're another, like, more of a dance electronic indie sound. Right. But, um, this album was just so good. It's so upbeat. It's so dance-forward. I just love listening to it, and I'm so glad they came back with another album. Okay. I gave this album a perfect 10. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so now that you mentioned that you gave that album a 10 out of 10, what were the other albums? Um, so... Holy Holy, I gave a nine. Nine Stephanie's. Yes, nine, nine out of nine Stephanie's. Nine, nine out, out of ten, ten Stephanie's. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, We've lowered the scale. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, the Regrets, I also gave nine out of ten. 
And then Friendly Fires, I gave 10. Or Robert Ryan, I gave 9 out of 10. And then Friendly Fires was 10 out of 10. Okay. So the last album I'm going to talk about, I feel like I just have to, because you and I both love this group so much. Um, Got to talk Brockhampton. Best boy band since One Direction. Best boy band probably ever. So um, you talk about Brockhampton, and then I have an interesting thing to tell you. Okay. So this album came out on August 23rd. The album is called Ginger. So it's more of an emotional rap album than their traditional, like, a lot of their songs are, like, more upbeat, like, party hip-hop boy band stuff. Uh, This album had a lot of, like, really deep emotion through it, and I actually really enjoyed listening to it. It had some mixed reviews, I think, because people were not expecting this level of, like, feeling to come through a Brockhampton album. For sure. But uh, I loved it. I thought it was so good. I mean, let's be real. It's not ever going to be saturation. Mm-hmm. But it was... Which saturation? All of them. Okay. All of them. So the reason I want to talk about something um, you mentioned... I mean, we're talking about Brockhampton. Yep. And they're the best boy band since One Direction. Yep. Um, but... Earlier this year, um, and let me look up the exact time that this came out, um, August. So oh, so relevant. Right after the album came out. Yep. So relevant. Um, he did this article with the Rolling Stones called The Eternal Sunshine of Harry Styles. And in part of it, he takes the interviewer to the studio that he was recording in. Mm-hmm. And Brockhampton is there. <laughs> no way. And Brockhampton is there. And um, I'm going to read you some of this. It says... Recording the studio today is Brockhampton, the self-proclaimed world's greatest boy band. Harry says hi to all the Brockhampton guys, which takes a while since there seem to be a few dozen of them. There's seven. We're together all the time, one tells Harry out in the yard. We see each other every day. You know how it is. Um, so, like, <laughs> there's just, like, a little, like, paragraph about Brockhampton in this entire article. I love and it. And I read this and I loved it. <laughs> um, but I gave this album an 8 out of 10. Because it didn't catch me on the same level as some of these other albums I discussed about today did. But I love Brockhampton. Yeah, I do too. I I really liked this album. Ginger was a lot of fun to listen to. Okay. And for different reasons, obviously, than their previous stuff. Yeah. Okay. But it was very heartfelt. And uh, they're definitely playing on the emo rap a little bit with this album. Yeah, something we've talked about recently. Um, I think that we should... Do an episode about emo rap. I think that'd be, be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Um, it was like an emo part two. Let's talk about emo, emo rap. rap. Yeah. Um, cool. So that, I think that covers Stephanie's music corner. Yep. Um, let's get into the beer in the episode. And we have a special guest today. Yeah. Um, we've been trying to bring this guy on for a while. Um, Schedules just don't line up as well as we would like. Yeah, someone says they're free Mondays and Wednesdays, and then every Monday and Wednesday they're busy. <laughs> every <laughs> Monday and Wednesday we suggest they're busy. Hold on, hold on. Don't throw me <laughs> under the bus like that. Do not. Things come up. All right, so uh, tell us your name. Okay. Your um, favorite beer. Ooh. Favorite pop culture thing. Okay. And a weird fact. fact. Yeah, okay. and then the, a weird fact about you. Ooh. Uh, my name is Justin. I'm a Pisces. That's not my weird fact, but it is something I feel like needs to be brought up. Hey, girls. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite beer is, uh, it's by this tiny brewery, uh, in Milwaukee, I believe, called Miller. They have this thing called a Highlight. It's freaking delicious. I don't, I think it's got potential to be big. I mean, it might blow up. You it know. may blow up, man. They just need, like, a marketing thing. They need to come up with a tagline for it. Or something. something like champagne and beer. Ooh, that's good. That. That's a good one. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my favorite pop culture thing. Honestly, man, the third season of Glow, if you haven't seen it yet, get on it. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. I've watched the first season. Mm-hmm. Allison Brie is insanely hot. Yeah, she is. You know what? I don't think so. She doesn't do it for me. I'm a Lib- I'm Team Liberty Bell, man. Is Liberty Bell the best friend? 
her old best friend. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think Allison Breeze and Sailing Hot in general. Yeah. Um, really? Yep. Yeah, but I'm also Team Liberty Bell based on the first season. <laughs> I haven't watched season two or three. Oh, it gets better every season. Does it? Okay. Yeah, it gets better every season. Got it. Um, and a fun fact about me. Uh, weird fact. Weird fact. Not fun fact, a weird, weird fact. fact. A weird fact. What would be a weird fact? So, what did Hanny say? Oh, I don't remember. She had a really weird one. Did someone say they ripped their pants? That was Joe. Oh, I rip my pants all the time. I do improv, dude. I've gone through so many pairs of pants. Like Kate like, said that she's never watched Rick and Morty. Um, okay. Okay. If that's what it is. I've never seen a Star Wars. I've never seen a Lord of the Rings. Uh, I've never seen Harry Potter. What? Come at me, internet. What? What? Yeah, I've never seen any of those. thrown in here. Yeah. I'm pointing to the door. I've never seen any of those, actually. All right. Yeah, so how weird is that? We are weird. That is weird. That's the new bar. Reconsidering our friendship with Justin. I guarantee I can describe every story without having seen it. Star Wars, it's like an orphan boy. He (laughs) finds his, like, stepdad. He chooses him how to use the force, quote unquote. Uh, he finds out the worst dude in the universe is his dad, and the chick he's into is his sister. Okay, Good. that's the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. There's five. There's 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 eight. also there's space pirate Han Solo with his Steven ass. Right. Like, what, what, what right. do you want from me here? <laughs> okay. you, you read the internet. <laughs> Wikipedia. You have to know things. a little bit. I feel about like The Simpsons culture. has ruined The Simpsons and other TV yeah, shows have ruined fair. it for me. All right, so um, let's get into the beer. Yep. So, Stephanie, what are we drinking? This week, we are drinking Moon Man from New Glarus. So, they call this a no-coast pale ale. So, for those of you that don't know, you can only get New Glarus in Wisconsin. Yes. So, Stephanie was in Wisconsin and got some New Glarus for us. Also, the brewery is entirely employee-owned. Yep. Huh. So it also says that on the can, which for, is the only reason I know. I actually didn't know that. For people in like the Midwest, New Glarus um, is a huge thing. Like being able to get it is kind of big because you can only get it in Wisconsin. So whenever people go to Wisconsin, they usually bring back Spotted Cow, which is like they're light, lighter it's like lager. a cream ale or something. It's a lager. It's a lager. It tastes like cream soda. Ooh, in my opinion. That oh, I don't good. think so. Oh, I think so. Um, I have drank it as a breakfast beer, as in I woke up still drinking, was drinking that. That's why you thought it tasted like, like cream soda. But I mean, I've had it on other occasions. Um, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, we're drinking Moon Man. Okay, let's go. Let's crack these. That, that oh, was just it has like you robbed me, but Sorry. okay. <laughs> oh, it's a little foamy. Mm-hmm. It's also been on like its side in your fridge, probably. Upside down in my fridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Justin, um, I think we should have you tell us what it tastes like. So what we normally do, because mm-hmm. I think this is probably the first time we've had a guest while doing this. That's true. Um, is we drink the beer and okay. then we pick three words to describe it. Ooh. So you can pick any three words. Word one, bitchin'. Uh, word two, balanced. Um, what's my third word going to be? I'm just going to, good. Like, it's good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I thought your three words were going to be not high life. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is not, but like, it is also good. I didn't think there'd be more than one good beer, guys. We done, <laughs> done it. Is this the end of the episode now? We did it. <laughs> we did it, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. So I think this guy's got a super clean flavor to it. It is. I Wait a second, that's like five words. Well, she's gonna describe it and then pick a couple words. Yeah. Oh, I did the. I could have rambled first. Yes. Oh. Well, no, this is Stephanie, so she gets to ramble. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I do this every episode. I sit here and ramble <laughs> for a few minutes about what I think about the beer. Um, super clean flavor profile. Super light. It's pretty low ABV. It's very light taste to it as well. And uh, it's got a good hop flavor. So, clean, hoppy, light. Yeah, so I would say clean, crisp, and smooth. Crisp. Clean and crisp are the same word. Crispy boy. (laughs) Smooth, crispy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I would say clean, 
smooth and hoppy. Yeah. It's a real all around, real yeah, easy it's like a, Is it yeah. a session IPA? Or a session pale ale? They call it a... It's 5%, so it's close to being a session. Yeah. They yeah, call it a point, no... They call it a no... more off of being a session. They call it a no-coast pale ale. What does that mean? That Wisconsin's not on the coast. It can be that simple. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you can call it... It's a beer. You can call it whatever you want. You uh-huh. literally can call it whatever you want. Oh. All right. So, um, let's get into the episode. Yeah. So, um, this... It's been kind of a long time coming. Yeah. We haven't done an episode on this topic, which is kind of surprising. Um, but we are discussing Stranger Things today. Yeah. Um, this was actually an idea from Justin. Yes, it was. (laughs) So, season three came out July 4th, 2019. Um... I think we should start off with by saying like when you started when you started season three, yeah, and how long it took you to finish. Okay. Because there is a statistic on like I think Netflix released a statistic about the people that like actually let me find it because this is really interesting. I can come up with the times pretty well. I watched the first episode on it wasn't the fourth. I want to say it was the fifth. I'm pretty sure I saw the first episode on the fifth, and honestly, I got through it in less than a week. I'm not really a binger, but I was just on it, man. I was like, this is good. I don't know if we're saving opinions till later, but I think it's their best season. And I'm willing to defend that. So, Netflix called it the most watched Netflix original series that they've ever analyzed. At least 26.3 million Americans watched at least some portion of the show over the four-day weekend that it came out. Mm -hmm. That checks out. Yeah. Um... Episode one had an average audience of 19.2 million U.S. viewers over four days, with 8.9 million of those viewers streaming it within 24 hours of the debut. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot considering a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. There, I can't find the actual statistic, but it was something about how, like, the amount of people that watched it finished it within, like, a certain percentage of people that watched it finished it within, like, two days. Really? I... Started watching it on July 4th, and I finished it on July 4th. I, I started watching it, like... Well, my, one of our friends came over. We watched, like, four episodes, like, before we went out. And mm-hmm. then I came back home and watched the final four. Yeah. By, like, 11 p.m. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's... It was very easy to binge, because we were just sitting here That's drinking true. beer, up, like, on my couch and watching it. And we're like, well, you want to watch another episode? You want to watch another episode? Um, and it went very quickly. Like, I don't think we realized how many we had watched. By the time we went out, we were like, oh shit, we're halfway through already. <laughs> um, so, season three, insanely yeah. easy to have binged. Yeah. yeah. Um, Honestly, I'm surprised that many people were that quick to watch it again, because like, I don't know about you guys, but the second season did nothing for me. Well, let's get into that. The well, other I, didn't, I, want... I was going to say, I didn't go through mine yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I started watching it not right on the 4th of July, because I was out of town. Um, I think I started watching it the weekend after, and then I just finished watching it, like, two weeks ago. You took your time. That's fair. I'm not great at watching TV, so... <laughs> Weird flex. That's true, though. So I think um, it would be interesting to hear about how you guys first got into Stranger Things as well before we actually get into the topic. Ooh, that's always an interesting one too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I had a very, I was very late to the game. I think I was too. I was as well. I was super, I didn't start watching it. Honestly, I didn't watch, I want to say any of it until probably this year. What? Wow. I know. I was just, because I'm not great at watching TV either, but. um, Like Stephanie bad or worse? I mean, clearly worse. Yeah, I was like, maybe worse. Probably worse. Um, Just because I'm rarely home to sit down and like devote that much time to it. But I was like, I gotta start taking advantage of my roommate's uh, Netflix account. Shout out to Wes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, everybody's always talking about Stranger Things. So let's let's see what's popping. So I was living in Chicago for my co-op when season one came out, and I watched. 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the first season, mm-hmm. of the episode one from the first season, and I got so worried about the kids that I, like, <laughs> and I hate children, as everybody already knows about me, but I was just like, no, I can't watch kids die, like, it's gonna be real bad. <laughs> so I just, like, I stopped watching it 
And everybody was like, you gotta watch Stranger Things, you gotta watch Stranger Things. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I can't. Like, even if you tell me that they're not gonna die, like, I can't. Um, so I did not watch season one to completion until season two was already out. Okay. Oh, you guys were much later, too, at that. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I didn't... I knew it was a thing. I knew yeah. everyone was obsessed with it. Yeah. I just couldn't bring myself to watch it until, like, literally Derek was like, sit down, nothing happens to the kids, mm. it's fine. Like, in fact, I was such a poser. I remember I dressed up as Lucas for Halloween. I legit dressed up as Lucas. Just because I was like, there ain't that many black people dress up as. Yo, so I'm going to just be Lucas. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I own all these items. Life. I was like, let's do it. But I literally had not watched the show at that point. I just knew who he was. I knew he yeah. was the, like... Slingshot kid. I want to say I went to the Stranger Things pop up bar without oh, yeah, having I went season, there. seen season Same. one. Yeah, I was in there. I don't. I don't remember when. Like when it coincided with when I started it. I might have started it by then, but I don't really remember. What's funny was I went to a Halloween party dressed as Lucas, and oh man, there were a bunch of other people there dressed as the rest of the gang, and I was just like, "Oh, this is awkward." <laughs> They're going to they gonna ask me some stuff, and I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to smile and nod, you know? I was like, I got to get out of here. Because my friends, they do this crazy, elaborate uh, Halloween party. Shout out to Kyle and Nicole. I'm going to shut the record for shout outs in this episode. By yeah, the way. shout out all these people that do not listen to this podcast. This is how you get them in. Shout outs. Uh, shout out to all these people that do not listen. <laughs> but no, Kyle and Nicole do this crazy like Halloween party every year where they decorate their entire place. And they made it all look like the buyer's house. Okay. Oh, that's and super sweet. And it was sweet. insane. Cool. It was so good. But at that point, I had never even seen the show. Got it. Well, so, now I feel like an asshole for saying I was late to the game. <laughs> no, but you have a good story, so I, I want to hear it. Do I have a good story? I think it's interesting. Not good, but it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know if we're talking about the same story. You have told me about how you heard about it, so just... Oh, um, so one of my really good friends, um, who was studying costume design at the time, um, she was going to DePaul when the show came out and, um, she was telling me about it while we were at like a Lollapalooza pre-show together or something. And this was, this would have been 2016. So like right after it came out, Mm -hmm. looking at me being like, oh, I was late to the game. Oh no, I watched it like two months after it came out. (laughs) I mean, technically a little late, but not as late as we were. Um, And so she, I'm trying to remember what I had told you. Uh, This was a while ago. I barely remember this. I think Uh, you said that she worked on it. Um, she knew some people that were That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So my friend was it like knew some other costume people that worked on this the show. Yeah. So it was like a couple of former DePaul graduates for Which makes in sense. the costuming department. So for those of you that don't know, Steve yeah. Harrington, um the guy the actor that plays him, Joe Keery, mm-hmm. it went, went to DePaul. DePaul. Yep. Yeah. Um Steve the God. Steve the mom. <laughs> <laughs> um Shout out to DePaul, I guess. I don't know. Well, so, which is interesting, because one of my favorite local bands is, like, from people, like, and people from And here we go. We made it <laughs> 11 minutes, and Lindsay's already got some things to say about Post Animals. Yeah, so Post Animals, Joe Keery was in, Steve Harrington. Yeah. Um, and they're from Nepal. So, that's actually how I found that band. Or, how my ex, Derek, found that band, who introduced them to me. Yeah. Introduced me to them. Anyways, um, Cool. So, now that we've gotten the intros and first stories, whatever, yeah. out of the way, are there any topics that you guys specifically want to cover? Um, you know what? Can I just say this just to start? And I know... You can say whatever, sure, you, you, want, can say whatever you want. I know y'all gonna hate me for this, but you know what? Barb died at the right time. Barb deserved better. No. So I... I don't think so. I think that she deserved better, and at the same time, I think she was, a, like, a boring character. Yeah. And she was, like, a plot device. Like, mm-hmm. I think everyone says that Barb deserved better because, yeah, she did. Like, that sucks. But at the same time, like, can you picture, like, what she would have done otherwise? Nothing. Like, it would have been boring. She would have been useless in season two. Yeah. That's like... Say- I didn't say she had to make it till season two. I just said she deserved better. It was a shitty death, but... What is exactly... What is, what is better in your mind? What did Literally she not having died after your friend ditches you to go fuck some douchebag. So, fun fact about this, um, 
Steve Harrington was meant to be like a complete asshole, was gonna die off in the first season. But the writers loved Joe Carey so much and he was so likable as a person that they like wrote him in and made like gave him a redeeming arc that made him like a better person. But he was supposed to be like the, the yeah. he was supposed to be like the villain. And at the time <laughs> at the time when like Barb dies, like he's a total douchebag. Right, and that's like how it was written initially. Yeah. But then they like they liked him so much yeah. as a person. They thought he was so great, as, like he was so personable and so likable that they right. wrote he him has a total into being redemption. He has like a complete one eighty by like episode there's, four. There's a lot of those just in the series in general. Billy has uh, oh, uh, Billy would. I'm gonna just say it. Second season, Billy was racist. Third season, no second, second one. Okay. Second Third one, season, he was the bad guy. Well, yeah. Yeah, like his weird. You stay away from Lucas thing. I don't like that, man. That was weird. I was like, I don't, I don't like this. You know what they say about those? Like, yikes, yeah, yikes. but it was, I don't want to make excuses, but it was the '80s, so that's like, um, yeah, I still mm-hmm. hate it. I also, so another thing that I heard about was Netflix had to like start sort of like quote unquote banning the use of cigarettes in their shows. What? So. I did read about that. In Netflix, that. like, uh, not Netflix, in Stranger Things, like, because they're constantly smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And that's, like, a thing that they did in the 80s. Yeah. Um, people were like, oh, that's cool, I'm gonna do that. And Netflix, had, like, had to have warnings up about, like, the use of cigarettes. What? And then they made, like, a new rule that's, like, if it's not pivotal to the plot, you cannot include it anymore. That's dumb. Because it was, like, romanticizing tobacco use. Um, okay. But, yeah. So now that we've talked about <laughs> now we've talked about racism that. and tobacco uh, use, yeah. and Barb deserving uh, better. Can, can we, we also talk about the mistreatment of Nancy in season three in the office? Yes. Oof, that's um, cringy. That's cringy as hell. Yeah, it was. Oof. It was. I hated it so much. Yeah. I did too. I got also, so like physically angry. But at the same it. time, like I think it was very representative of oh, yeah. how women were treated in the office at that time. Oh yeah, that doesn't mean I liked it. Or no, I, it doesn't. But at the same now. time, like it's it's really nice. Oh, it's not nice to see that, but it's it's good that they covered that so they can show how far women have come and also yeah. understand that like. We're still not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still very, yeah. We're still yeah. very far from, like, equality. Yeah. But it's also very representative of how women were treated and, like, indicative of how hard women have worked yeah. to yeah. become still less than equal at this yeah. point. It's... So, yeah, no, it's cringy, but also, like, people watching that should be cringing and realizing that yeah. we need to treat It's not better. that much far off. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate their their representation of that. Like... Anything, anything different or anything like short of what they showed would be misrepresenting what women have gone through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going back real quick to basically Joe Carey's character being an asshole in season one. I feel like everyone in season one wasn't very. There weren't that many likable characters in season one. They weren't one. fully fleshed out. I don't think. Yeah, I think they like, were still kind of figuring out. I also didn't like Nancy. You don't like anyone in season one, honestly. I think in season one, they were trying to figure out, like, how to mix people's personalities. I liked Dustin. Well, everyone likes Dustin. Yeah, I mean, he's hard not to like. Yeah, everyone likes Dustin. (laughs) But I think they were still trying to figure out how... Because a lot of these actors are very young. So I think they're trying to figure out how, like, they're going to bring in their own personalities and how well they're going to... Yeah. adapt to yeah. the personalities that are being written on page Yeah, for them. So I think that a lot of who they are as people were brought into the characters that they portrayed. That makes sense. But yeah, I'm just like, let's, let's be a little easy on Steve because nobody's exactly great in no. season one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, that's the thing with Steve is that he, I think he would have been great portraying a villain, but he was so likable that yeah. they made him into, like, a hero. Yeah. Which, that was a good call, because uh, he's so good throughout. So, let's quickly cover everyone's favorite characters. <sighs> hmm. And don't say Dustin, because it's everyone's no. favorite. It's Dustin. He's uh, okay, but Oh my god, Dustin's honest, adorable. He is, but second season dropped him in my power rankings. He, he was on some other shit. Oh my god, no. Second season, his relationship with Steve was my favorite. That was good, but he like... 
let everything happen. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I mean, it was all his fault. Yeah, yeah. literally all. It was everything. Yeah, it was all his fault. But yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. who our least favorite characters are. That's weird. Yo, if Joyce, I think Joyce will Byers. Yo. Oh, Should I think have it's never Mike. came back. Mike. Oh, Mike is trash. Oh, Mike is fucking Mike is trash. Mike's treatment of Eleven, like yeah, like objectifying her and like his like their relationship. One, their relationship is cringy. It's weird fun. as hell. So Season three starting out with that making out. I was just like, ooh, I, I yeah. I was I, like, I, how does this work? I can't how watch does this, this work? It's like, this makes me extremely uncomfortable watching these two kids make out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he was just, like, kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. He was too, like... He was too protective. Yeah. He was too, like... Well, I was gonna say, even back to season one, he was, like, way obsessive and clingy. Yeah. Which, yeah. like, freaked oh, yeah, me he out. He was obsessive and clingy and, like, protective over her, where he was, like, I'm the only one that can talk to her. I'm the only one that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of what's best for her, but, it, like, it's just... Very indicative of what's going to be a very toxic relationship in the future. Oh, yeah. In, like, a real-world situation that would be extremely toxic, but, like, yeah. in TV, it's like, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. not. Also, yeah, I think I just sucks. hate Finn Wolfhard, so... <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Shout out to Finn. I actually... <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't really love Finn Wolfhard. I think he's kind of cringy as a person. Ooh. Um, and his... I, I hate Mike. Mike yeah, is Mike's, my, Mike's bad. Mike is bad. one of my least favorite Mike needs characters. a redemption real bad in season four. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to the Duffer Brothers. <laughs> Please change Mike. Please. Who do you think listens to this podcast? Hey man, I did some research. You guys have over four thousand followers on Instagram. Somebody's gotta be doing something. Alright, um, so we've talked about least favorite characters. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say though, um, I will say I did really dislike Joyce season one. Season Joyce three, season I one, she, she, she got feels her very homeless. Yeah. 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 And by season three, she feels like fully Fully formed, yeah, the but also a lot like more thought out. Yeah. She takes a lot more action. Um, I, I, I when I say enjoy, I don't really mean like I actually enjoy this, but like I appreciate that fact that they showed like her PTSD from season yeah. two, mm. yeah, and losing Bob, yeah, yeah. Um, and her hesitancy to that date. one hurt, yeah, yeah, that was tough. That was the tough right. one because she really, really cared about him, and her hesitancy to date like Hopper. Mm. Um, and like honestly, Hopper season three, I love Hopper. Hopper season three would make me mad. Yeah, yeah, he was Hopper not. Was he was an not an nice asshole. Man. He was like pressuring her into dating him. He was all like, "Woe is me! I am a man. I have been wronged by women, yeah. women, and like kind of a terrible father." Yeah, he was just a, not a great. He guy. was a terrible father. Like, like a douchebag guy. And like, but that shirt though. The shirt was the shirt was, <laughs> nice. shirt. The shirt was fire. But Hopper season three made me extremely angry towards his treatment of women. Yeah, he was not great. He had some really bad moments. We were just like, yo, chill, my man. Season three I thought was really good, but it's characterization of some of the characters that we love, like what they've done, like their mm. the progression of characters that we love kind of made me angry. That makes sense. So I, like, mean, I feel I think like that's a fair I feel point. like Eleven yeah. made no progression. As a character, she did not change very much. She, I they, thought that season three they were trying to give her more of an opportunity to like be a kid. Yeah, I get that, but not even. It's like, not always about her saving the world. Like I agree with that, but I also think that like she had no personality in season three. She had no personality in season yeah, one was, or two. Yeah, yeah I was like, I but, feel like, like that's she just... had about a year to like. Get a personality, and she the whole didn't. time she was just making out with dumbass Mike. Right. That's why. But this show was supposedly like about Eleven, which like season three is like it's not really about Eleven, which I appreciated yeah. that it's not the Eleven show. Yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciated that it's like obviously these kids aren't going to save the world every time because they're fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like Eleven had no progression. None of the kids really had any progression. I think Joyce might have been the only character. Nancy had some progression. Yeah. Which I appreciated. Um, Steve really... Uh, I think Steve, Steve, did. Steve No, Steve did. I appreciated Steve in this one because he fell for that girl that you wouldn't expect him yeah. to fall for. Yeah. Whereas, like, he would go for the pretty girl, but then, yeah. like, had a crush on the girl he worked with for a personality who turned out to be a lesbian. You want to talk about progression? Can we talk about Erica... Motherfucking oh, yes. yes. The realist. 
Oh my gosh, he's the hero of Yeah, no kidding. You can't spell America without uh, Erica. Yo, honestly, I don't know why that's not on shirts yet. It probably is. I Someone go on Redbubble. Honestly. There, I haven't seen one Erica wearing it, so. She stole that season. Man, did she. Some of my favorite scenes were between her, Dustin, um, Steve, yeah, Robin, and Robin. Yeah, in like, yeah, yeah. they're like in the elevator and all that. Also, can we talk about how these children cracked a Russian coat? <sighs> like, let's suspend disbelief, but also... Yeah. What? Clearly <laughs> the Russians need to get some better coats. It was the 80s. I reiterate. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Erica's great. Honestly, Erica may be one of my favorites. She... Season two was really funny, making fun yeah. of Lucas, and then by like season I, three, when I, she's I, just ripping him she's apart. Ripping I like that it's been apart. like a slow build to her becoming like a more important person yeah. in this universe. And oh man, then we got, of course, mm, my boo. You already know who I'm about to say, Karen Wheeler. This is Wheeler. Yo, Mrs. Wheeler, so, shout out, shout out to Mrs. Wheeler, man. Karen Wheeler in that scene that's like reminiscent of I can't remember what movie. Do you know what movie where like she's coming out of the water in the bathing suit? It's like reminiscent of the uh, eighties movie. Yeah, it was very. I didn't like. This is so that weird. Her hair was so weird scene, this season. Though. That was a very hot scene. Was her coming out of the water and like Billy coming up to her and like flirting with her? Yo, like, ooh, Karen Wheeler. That was ooh. a hot scene. Yo. But Karen Miller can get it. Can't she though? I think she got Billy. No, I'm well, saying can't she is in I'm agreeing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course she can. It. Yo. You can't ask No too shout many out to Mike's Lindsay dad. Will think you're <laughs> that's the question. No shout out to Mike's dad. He's a lame. Leave him. I I really didn't like admire and appreciate what like the fact that she did not go in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I supported that. Yeah. yeah. I was I was like on the edge of my seat, worried that she was gonna go. And I was too. Was gonna break I was like, up the oh Wheeler no. family, and I really was glad that she didn't go. Man, yeah, they do like that one cut to like his dad asleep in the chair with that. I was like, oh no, no. Yeah, Ugh. I literally was watching this with Steve, and I was like, wait. What happened to the dad? Like, assuming that she was going, like, the dad was not there. And I'm nah, like, he was there. Okay, that makes sense. Like, like, I saw that. I was like, wait, who's that guy? He's just... Yeah. Oh. The what does Mike's him. dad do again? What is he? What is know. any of these people? That's true. They're, it's the 80s. They're all That's making bank doing nothing. That's true. I mean, Joyce works at the convenience the store. store. Yeah, yeah, like the hardware store. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know she's poor. Yeah, she's not doing... Ugh. Um, you know who else? I guess we have to talk about him because everybody always loves him, Alexi. I did love Alexi. Okay, so Alexi <laughs> was adorable. Yeah, like him with his like cherry Slurpee. But you knew, you knew what was coming. Oh yeah, absolutely. You knew. Oh, yeah. Every season there was like a sacrifice. Yeah. So like first season was Barb, second season was Bob, and yep. the season was Alexi. Yeah. Um, that makes you like really feel, and it's it's like that that plot point where it pulls you in. Like you have to be like you're rooting for someone, and you really get attached to a character, and they kill him off, and then he like, pulls you back into the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that turning point, and it was Alexi, and that was I mean that sucked. Yeah, um, I, now I'm thinking back to the Bob kill. Oh, uh, the, the Bob, Bob kill, kill was rough. rough. Oh, I could not. Oh, that was a tough one. I. I really thought they were going to get through it, too. And then, nope. No, I mean, you have to know. So, like, unfortunately, I do I think Endgame is, like, <laughs> Joyce and Hopper. Which I hope it's not. But, like, you knew that Bob was never going to last. Because, one, like, they can't fucking pay Sean Astin that much. They can't, like, afford Sean Astin. Why not? Because they, they got Winona Ryder. <laughs> they can't like, that. Da- um, David Harbour is like a huge star, so he's making a ton of money. Well, now he is. They're all making a ton of money at this point. It's so, probably like, the most popular show in Netflix history. I'm sure they can. Oh, for it. sure. But like, I don't think that they can afford Sean Astin on top of that. Do you remember the meme that was going around uh, right after season two, where yes. it was like, "I just realized that Bob from Stranger Things is Doug from Fifty First Dates," and then I've also people are like, 
how are you thinking Doug from 50 First Dates? Do you not realize that it's um, the the response is right? Gamgee did not help or did not help Frodo take the ring all the way to Mordor to destroy Sauron and save Middle Earth just to be recognized as Bob. That's what Doug. it is. <laughs> I don't know what just was there. Lord of the Rings. Okay. You haven't watched Lord of the Rings. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's Rudy, right? Yeah, no, he was Rudy. Yeah, he was Rudy. Never seen Rudy. Wow. Shout out, Even to, I, shout shout out, out to Notre Rudy. Dame. Nah, that was Shout out to Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, shout out to Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Charles S. Dutton. You gotta watch Rudy. Alright. <laughs> Let's get back to Stranger Things. Yeah, that was a tangent. Yeah, that was fun. Let's talk about the theme song, because I feel like the theme song... Iconic. It Iconic. Is. But it also got people like very into synth again, and like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, they basically got to play Pitchfork off of the strength of Stranger Things, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, um... Survive, right? Is that right? So, it's two of the guys from the band. So, it's Kyle Dixon and Michael Steen of, um... They were in the band Survive. So, you mm-hmm. and I saw Survive yes. at Pitchfork three years ago? Man, has it 2016? been 2017. Yikes. So, two years ago. Yeah, well, two years. three Pitchforks ago. Yeah. 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 Um, I think... Yeah, the theme song is iconic, but it's also just, like, very incredible. It's incredible, but it also instills, like, a fear in you. Like, I listen to it, and it's still pretty yeah. creepy. Yeah. That's kind of, like, what we target in our Halloween music, because I have a Stranger Things pack oh. in the music maker that I use. <laughs> um, there was an episode of another podcast, not this one, um, one called That's Song right. Exploder. Okay. And they had... Um, the two, they had Kyle and Michael on to like break down the different like process of building the theme song mm. to Stranger Things. That that would be interesting. It's really cool. They talk about the different like how they came up with the different synth programs and then like testing different things out. Huh. That is really interesting. It got me like super into synthwave. Mm-hmm. I mean, Survive got me into synthwave, but well, going back into synthwave. Yeah, let me phrase that. Um... So, I mean, yeah, the Stranger Things theme song is very iconic. Yeah. Very different than current theme songs out there. I mean, I feel like most shows don't even have theme songs now, right? Well, I mean, because you can skip them on Netflix. That's true. <laughs> they don't need them. That's true. Um, Listen, not everyone's going to have Remembrance doing your theme song in 1990s. 1990s. Whatever year Friends came out. 1990s. <laughs> No shout-outs for friends. No shout-outs for friends. No shout-outs. So, if you had to rank the seasons, how do you rank them? One, three, two. Ooh. I'm going three, one, two. Shout-out to Goose Island. Not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor yet. Hashtag would be, would be okay with sponsoring. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say... Ooh. I'm, Ooh. Two is, two you like a, season two. No, no, two is absolutely last. Oh, okay. I'm trying to decide if I like three or one better. I love three so much. It was three so was fun. Three was good. They're really close. Ooh. Yeah. I like one. I, I really like... I like the pace of three. I feel like I really, three is where they should be speed-wise. So, plot-wise, three, one, two. Mm-hmm. Um, like, character-wise, one, three, two. I could see that. Overall... One, three, two. Mm. I just think, like, looking back, like, even rewatching the first season, it's building so much more. I think that if it okay. started with season three, I don't think it would have gotten as big of a following as it did yeah. in season one. I mean, I feel like season three is so grand, though, where it's like you can't start with that. That would yeah. be madness. That would be true, but, like, agreed, yeah. I mean, plot-wise, I, yeah, it's, it's too grand to have yeah. started with, so I, they're very different to compare, yeah. but I think... Season one's always going to be very iconic. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I pick it in the end. Fair. Yeah. Season three was so good where I don't even know where they go from here, right? Like, they left... I uh, I know they have promised at least two more, but I'm just like, I'm good. So, this is one of those shows where I'm worried about them doing too much. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. makes sense, like, just continually doing oh, more sure. and more seasons and just, like, dragging it on. So... The Good Place, I think, did a really good job of this, where, like, season four is going to be the last season, and they mm-hmm. said that they were ending on their terms. Yep. 
they would have gotten renewed. Yeah. But they're like, course. we don't want to drag it out. Mm-hmm. We have four seasons worth, and we have a story for four seasons, yep. and that's where we're ending it. Shout out to Bortles. <laughs> Shout out to Blake Bortles. <laughs> um, but like, I'm worried about Stranger Things like dragging it too far because Netflix is making it. Well, I don't know if they're making a ton of money because, but they're getting a lot of like publicity for it. Yeah. They're getting a lot of yeah. like people watching it. Like they have a lot of obviously like I mean, momentum from the show. They probably get a lot of money in like you know Merchandising how like and, yeah, yeah like because H and M did something with them this year yeah. which was. Honestly, ins- that's insane to think about. That's the thing with Netflix is I don't really understand how they make money off the shows they create. Because obviously, like, most people have a Netflix account or have a friend's Netflix account or whatever. Yeah. And they're obviously, like, not getting people to subscribe to Netflix specifically for their shows. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're making money off of it. I don't know what their business model is. But I'm worried about... Have you about, not seen the SNL sketch where it's just like a teenager chugging Red Bull, like coming up with ideas? <laughs> oh, I've also seen the SNL sketch where they're like, it's like the executive, an executive at Netflix that's just like, here's 10 other shows and like, like just saying yes to every show that comes his way. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what Netflix and Hulu um, will do. But I, I don't, on? I don't really know what the benefit is for them to like drag out a show past yeah. It's like prime. Yeah. And the other thing I'm like I'm worried about is obviously these kids are getting kind of old. They're like 16 now. Yeah. Like Finn Wolfhard is an it too, and they had to age him backwards for it too. That was their own fault for not filming the kids' parts but at the same time. Like, like two, it's the same director. I mean, I get it, but like I mean, for Stranger Things, they are saying like one year later, two years yeah. later, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're pushing forward time. Yeah. yeah. But there's gonna be a point where these kids are like 20 years old, like by. Right now they're 16 and it took two years to get season three. Yeah. If they take another two years, these kids are going to be 18 all of a sudden. And then if they take another two years for season five, they're going to be be 20. Yeah. Like it's going to be hard to like age them backwards. Like all, they're growing up very quickly. I think they should And you can see that they're growing up very quickly. Like Lucas's voice dropped and like grew a ton. Yeah. Like it's super fucking weird. (laughs) So. That is is how puberty works. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, so. I am interested to see how they're going to keep moving it forward. Um, I do hope they don't drag it on super long. Like, I know they said they have plots and they have storylines for season five. Up to season five, I'm just worried that they've peaked and it's going to go down. That's always a fear to have yeah. with shows like this. But that's yeah. a big, like, big of hype. A lot yeah. of shows, like, peak, like Game of Thrones, peaked and then it went downhill. Well, that's I mean, it's a different story, but... Bad. Like, most shows, like, they peak at some point, and then they just kind of drag it on. Yeah. There are very few shows that are like, okay, well, we're going to end it on the t- at the top. Yeah. Shout out to Glow. Killing the game. So good. <laughs> it's so good. I can't stress it enough. Um, when you guys watch it, bring me back for that. Can we talk about, like, frustrations we've had with the plot line for yeah. some of these Stranger Things? Like, oh, yeah. bits? Yeah. So, like, season two, what was up with? The other number girl. Who's Yo, that was girl. such yeah. a disappointment. That was I, one episode. I, I think really that was liked, my biggest disappointment. Yeah. With that that was a very big disappointment. That was like a consensus. There was a consensus, consensus. Of, of that being a disappointment that it wasn't brought back into season three. Yeah. yeah. I really hope that it's brought into season four. If it's never brought back, to, then yeah. it's obviously pointless. I thought it was really interesting to touch on that. Yeah, I'd like to see the other kids. Also, that, that was like the one yeah. brown person that's ever been in the show. They have like one yeah, black guy, right. yeah. yeah, his sister, and then an Indian girl, and those are the only minorities in the show. And yeah. they got the one cop who works under Hopper. He's yes. like oh, that's in, but that's, that's in still like, like four. Two seconds of the show. But I mean, Hawkins, Indiana. That's probably about right. I yeah, mean, it's a I mean, town, it's but. nice. It was really nice to see that. Like, well, they were in Chicago too. When yeah, but it was really true. nice to one like see them opening up Elle's story. Yeah, I'd like to see some more of that. I would too. Yeah, because obviously there are other people that were experimented on that have yeah. powers like, yeah. out in the world. Yeah. And maybe it was an opening for a second show or a spinoff. The Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I think maybe it was an opening for a spinoff. I don't know. It so could be know. used as an opening for a spinoff. Um, or they could bring her back in because like, obviously it ended with her going to find Elle again. Yeah. And then just died off. It could be a spinoff. It could be like brought back into season four. Season five, I'm not sure. That's true. That would not surprise me. I think me. that 
I think that they have almost hit like the end, like the very edge of where there's they not a lot they can the do under. more with yeah. like the demogorgon. Yeah, like yeah. upside down. Like yeah, yeah. They they keep like bringing in like a new monster, but really, how far can it's you take still that? just the upside down? Right? I mean, how far can you take that? I think season four, I guess, is just going to be like them finding. Hopper, right? Like, it, whatever. Yeah. Is it just like a... I think, I mean, maybe. Because he's not dead. Like, there's well, no... now I think no. it's become more of like an anti-Russian thing at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's a, good, that? that's a good weird turn, right? It did Where take a it, turn. it went very... It went very I was like, who are y'all selling? Yeah. I was like, who are y'all selling this to? We... We're not gonna... It's okay. 2019. Yeah. But now I feel like they're setting up season four where they have to go... Find Hopper in Russia. in Russia. I mean, obviously they're not going to go find him in Russia, though. They're not going to go to Russia. I think he's. Just you going don't to... know that. I think that he's going to go back through the upside down and Whoa, come back on the other side. Oh, that's yikes! That's. I mean, that would make the most sense. Yeah, but... I, they're not going to go to Russia. They're no, they're Indiana. not. That they probably don't absurd. know where Russia is. Yeah, that's true. It's Indiana. Let's be honest. Because what year did they leave off on? Like eighty-five, right? Somewhere I don't know around there. I'm just, I only ask because I feel like they're running, like, not too far off. I hate to keep bringing it up. But they're running real close to glow in terms of time frame. <laughs> and, yo, if they want to do that mashup, Bro, yo. they're going to have a crossover. Shout out. <laughs> shout out Mark Maron. <laughs> Eleven starts joining the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, bro. Write it in. Write it in. Give the people what they want. Um, so, like, I'm trying to think. Like, plot points I want to see sorted out. I want to know what happens to the other numbered kids. Yeah. I want to know why Hopper's in Russia and why the Russians took such a major role in this season. Yeah, that was weird. Other than just the fact that... Nationalism. Yeah. Other yeah. than nationalism. Yeah. Um... And I want to know what's going to happen now that the buyers have moved. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a really that was a weird ending. And that also, I did not like, see that. Also, they took eleven. Power back. Yeah. yeah, they took eleven. And she's powerless. And she's very yeah. powerless. Yeah. yeah, I would be really interested to find out. Like, I would be. I think it'd be an interesting plot point if like their power was finite. Like, yeah. if her power mm. was finite and she just never had it. Wow, never got it back. Or Ooh. like it's extremely weak coming back. Yeah. What if? Did they say where they were moving to? I don't know. What if they were moving to Chicago? That's, that's what I was where, thinking, yeah. though. That's, I yeah. don't think they're moving to Chicago. I think they're moving somewhere else in Indiana. Maybe well, they're moving to Chicago. That's the that only link up I can see I to forget. how the I forget girls, too. Persistence I don't really come remember. back into it. Um, I agree. That would be really interesting. I, I do think that they listen, or at least like see that people are frustrated by them not bringing that plot point back, and I think, I think they might bring it back in. Yeah. Just, mm. Due to the internet and social yeah. media. Then, man, I do gotta say, even though I was talking shit about Billy at, at the beginning of this, I I was like, oh no, not Billy. His redemption arc. It was real good. It was a really good arc. It was a really yeah, good so one. Yeah, so like where he sacrificed himself yeah, yeah. for Eleven, that was really nice to see. It was also like heartbreaking because Max is obviously Ooh, seeing it happen. Yeah. yeah. That was rough. Um, and Max has lost. So long. So she's lost. I mean, we dad. don't really know anything about her, right? Max lost her. Her dad. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, Max lost her dad because she's Billy's stepsister. Yeah. yeah. Billy lost his mom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know dad, how that worked. I didn't know Billy's dad married Max's mom because, like, uh, when they show Billy and like, like we're, when they we're go back and on his mom, right? Yeah. His mom was very like loving, mm-hmm. whereas his dad was kind of abusive. Yeah. Um, it, it makes you, re- not, not understand Billy, but it makes you feel for him, like, yeah. realize that he's just a douchebag, but also he's never had, like, a good parental influence in yeah. his life. Yeah. yeah. And he's kind of, like, a product of his environment. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, it was a lot. The scene where the, uh, Jonathan the and Nancy are in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. that scared the that shit out of me. That scene terrifying. Um, speaking also of season three, one of my favorite things is one when Dustin comes back and like sees Steve and like they do that like <laughs> yeah, lightsaber that's, thing. That's cute. My favorite thing is Robin saying, How many children are you friends with? <laughs> yeah. 
Honestly? Oh, because he lets the rest of the yeah. Yeah. into the movie yeah. theater. Yeah. Um, All the Steve time. being their mom. Like, there yeah. are a lot of memes around Steve being a mom. Really? It's, there are a lot of, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of memes about shout Steve being a mom. Shout out to moms. <laughs> Wait, not going to shout out moms? At this point, people got to be moving out of Hawkins at, like, a breakneck pace, right? Honestly, like, come on. I'm not surprised that people aren't. Yeah. Like... Now that they know the Russians have been there. <laughs> I mean, after this mall thing, there has to be some type of transition. It can't just be like one of these Power Ranger type deals where like everybody just keeps still, still keeps hanging out at Angel Grove. They're like, fuck <laughs> it. Yo, rent's good here, man. I got a mortgage I'm settled into. I'm not going nowhere. Uh-uh. All the sad shit keeps happening? Mm-mm. Yeah. These I'm, five teenagers are going to say things. Honestly, I was, I was shocked the buyers left, but I was like, no, that's the logical thing to do. Yeah. I thought the meme I was talking about. Um... So I found the meme that I was talking about. It's a photo of Jonathan Byers and it says, Mr. Steal Your, Steal Your Girl. And then it's a photo of Billy and it says, Mr. Steal Your Wife. And then a photo of Steve that says, Mr. Steal Your Kids. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That, but it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. So, okay. Jonathan freaking Byers. What? What an odd... I feel like they just... <laughs> Such an odd guy. Throughout the series, it feels like, we gotta give Jonathan something to do here, guys. What do we got? <laughs> like... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually exactly what it feels like. Right? Like, I um, feel like they just kind of, like, they was like gave him the Nancy thing just because they He feels they were like, helpless 99% of it. But, like, he's a good guy. He just... There's nothing happening with him at yeah, all. Yeah, but also he's so helpless. Like, Nancy could shoot a gun. Nancy's the one that like saves him half the time. He has like a gun. She's like, no, give it to me. Like shoots. Well, him. he came up with the trap, but it just didn't work. Yeah. He um, just yeah. He's not like. Well, in season three, when they're like in the car and Billy's driving at them, like to T bone them. Yeah. And they're only saved because <laughs> Steve comes in and like fucking T bones. Um, yeah. Billy, like, and they're all just like, "You're here! You're here! You're here! Who's this girl?" <laughs> to Robin. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, fair. What do you, I wonder what they're gonna do with her. Right? I think that yeah. she's gonna be like just part of the crew now. She's gonna be part of the crew, but I think she's gonna be like Steve's like best friend. Like, yeah, obviously, like they're they're very good friends. That's like, he true. Knows that he's never gonna yeah nothing's yeah. ever gonna happen with them. I mm-hmm. think he's gonna be like they're gonna split off, obviously again. Sure. But I think that's like his female counterpart is yeah. Robin. Yeah, and like they have a great interaction. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was adorable. I thought that her sexual orientation came in extremely late. Yeah. Not that it ever needed to have been covered, but, like, she... I thought it was interesting to have brought up. Agreed. And for especially for the 80s. Yeah. Um, but the fact that she, like, insinuated that she was into Steve in her, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden was like, I was not talking about you. I was talking <laughs> about the girl that you're hitting on. <laughs> um, was brought in very late. And, like, only brought in when they were, like drugged essentially yeah and he was like i think i like you which is a very dude thing to do yeah pretty much (laughs) Uh, steve the greatest and it goes from jonathan real quick back to steve i mean we can't keep jonathan on too long he's a very boring character he's the backup quarterback he's just he'll get you through the rest of the game if you're in the fourth but you don't want him running the ship all right, um, we've been talking for better part of an hour. Yeah. Do we have any like other pieces about Stranger Things that we want to cover? Um. Ooh. I mean, y'all know I love Mrs. Wheeler, but if you had to date one person character from the show, who you picking? Steve. Who you got? Lindsay, who you got? So pre-season three? No, 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 no. No, right now. Right now. Right now. Steve. Okay. But pre-season three would be Hopper. But no, Steve. Yeah, no, totally. Steve. Steve. If not Steve. Then Steve. (laughs) No, no. Steve's an easy pick. Steve's an easy pick. Fair, fair. Um... I hate everyone. There's not very many many adults in the show. I know. That's what makes it tough. Thankfully for me, I got Mrs. Wheeler. (laughs) There's like... Because if it's not Mrs. Wheeler, it's like Nancy. Right. I mean, I would pick Joyce over Nancy. 
Yeah, I probably would. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Honestly, after Steve and the outside of season, like if I'm if I have to include season three Hopper, it's Joyce next. Yeah, yeah. Oof, Slim Pickens and Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, it really. really is. It's only those like fifteen people. That's the entire. And there's city. like four people that are age appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, we did it. That's the whole show. Mostly season three, but that was the whole show. I mean, do you want to go back and talk about any other parts? Alright, so for final thoughts this week, um, we found a BuzzFeed quiz called um, Which Stranger Things Character Are You? Yeah. So uh, I think we thought it would be fine to just take this live. live. Fuck We're it. both going to do this live. live separately. Yeah. Um, we don't have Justin here, obviously, because this is final thoughts. Yeah. Um, but we still so thought this would be fun. We will read you the questions and then the answers, and I think we'll tell you the answers, and then we'll tell you what we got. Yep. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. First question. Choose an 80s movies. Uh, choose an 80s movie. Sorry. Um, choices are E.T., The Terminator, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, The Goonies, and Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Back to the Future. I'm picking Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, pick a superpower. Telekinesis, super strength, flight, super speed, invisibility, or teleport- teleportation? Teleportation. Um, I would pick... Ooh. Telekinesis. Uh, telekinesis is when you can move things with your mind? Yes. Oh, that would be great for my laziness. <laughs> but some teleportation... Yeah, yeah. Or like flight. Nah, I don't need to fly. That's true. Um, I'm gonna go with telekinesis. Okay. Next question. Your friends would describe you as loyal, funny, charismatic, kind, relaxed, logical. I'm gonna say loyal for you. Um, You're definitely I, not funny. <laughs> I was going to say charismatic, but... You are charismatic. Um, I would say, like, you're more loyal than anything Bitch, else. Bitch, this is my question, not yours. <laughs> uh, you, it says to describe you. Okay, fine. I mean, if you pick charismatic, you pick charismatic. Yeah, I pick charismatic. Okay. Um, I'm going to say people... You're not funny. I'm not funny. I'm not or relaxed. I'm not relaxed. I'm really not that charismatic. <laughs> you are loyal. Yeah, that's fair. You're just projecting on me at this point. <laughs> okay. The next question is, choose a place to hang out with friends. Community pool, palace arcade, Mike's basement. <laughs> I hate that answer. Junkyard, Hawkins Middle School, or the Starcourt Mall. I'd say the arcade. Yeah, I would say the arcade. We actually do hang out. We do hang out in arcades. All right. Choose an 80s, or choose some 80s slang. Bitchin', tubular, gnarly, or wicked? Wicked, because that's what the English say. Oh, I would say bitchin'. (laughs) (laughs) In a crisis, you'd be calm, cautious, nervous, nervous, I can't speak today, or read, strategic, responsible, or brave? Mm, Responsible. For me, not not for you. No, no, I get it, I get it. Um... I feel like I would be strategic. Oh, I'm not strategic, so oh, that's yeah, fair. no, I... You know me. Yep. Um, so the final question actually has some pretty relevant answers to what we talked about in the episode just now. And one or two that we should have talked about, but we didn't. Yeah, well, that's too bad for you, isn't it? Um, <laughs> okay, so... Choose something important from the series. The Christmas lights slash alphabet wall. Muse, like the cat... Not my favorite band. Um, Barb, Steve's Bat, Egos, and Dart. I mean, I'd have a Dart, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't, but... You'd have a beer. Yeah. Um, I would say Muse. Love me the cat. I'm gonna say Steve's Bat. Because I think that shit's hilarious and we didn't talk about it. No, we didn't. Oh, well, we got different answers, which we I'm did. not surprised by. We had very different answers. Um, so, Stephanie, who'd you get? I got Mike, which, <laughs> oof. Um, it says, you are smart, optimistic, and open-minded. You are a leader, not a follower, 
and you make decisions with your heart. You are brave and trusting, and you do, you would do anything for the people you love. So I got Lucas. Yes. I love Lucas. It says, you're the cautious and level-headed member of your friend group. Oof, that's not correct. Um, <laughs> the level-headed part is not correct. The cautious is correct. Cautious is correct. Level-headed when it comes to, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm decently level-headed sometimes. 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 Um, you think carefully before you make decisions. That's not true. <laughs> that's that's not true. <laughs> I'm very rash. And are always realistic. That's That one's that's true. true. Uh, you can be defensive as at times, but you have a good heart and nature and love to have fun. That part's, that part's true as well. I think mine was pretty accurate, actually. Pretty accurate. I despise Mike, but pretty accurate answer. All right. Cool. So um, I think that covers it for this episode and this final thoughts. Yeah. And as always, we hope you liked the episode. We hope you like us. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> please... Please, 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 please go and rate us on your favorite podcasting streaming service. Um, Leave us a review. Tell your friends. Comment on our social media. Yes. Talk to us, please. 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 Um, And you will hear our social media after this song. So listen through to hear us plug how you can talk to us. Yes. Um, And... Yeah, talk to us. Say hi. Say blarg. Tell us, take this quiz and tell us who you get. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Take this quiz. Tell us who you get. You have to Google it, though, because it's somewhere in the history of BuzzFeed. It's somewhere, yeah, just Google which Stranger Things character are you, and it's the BuzzFeed result that you'll find. Cool. All right. We um, will see you guys next time. All right, that was the episode. So we love hearing from you, um, and if you want to contact us, you can do so through our email address. It is drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Drunk and Uncultured Podcast. Our Instagram is drunkanduncultured. And our Twitter is drunkuncultured. No and. And as always, I'm Lindsay, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at lindsaysoldout. And I'm Stephanie, and you can find me on Untapped, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr as underscore Stephen Color. And you can also follow my concert Instagram at Shitty Concert Blog. Stay drunk, guys. See you next time.